Welcome to the one-year anniversary episode of the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. 80-something thousand downloads and going strong. I want to use this episode to talk about why understanding ADHD is so important. I mean, really understanding it, not just the superficial stuff. Now, I know that at the end of the last episode, I promised that, that this episode would be ADHD is bigger than good intentions. And I swear that I had every intention of that. What I didn't think about was that this is episode 52, the one-year anniversary, and that this would be a good time to step back a little and reflect on the year. I swear I will do the Good Intentions episode next week. In the meantime, if you miss some of the earlier episodes, you can find them all in the archive section at adultadhdbook.com. For some reason, iTunes only has the last 10. But in any event, if you go to the archive section, you can go ahead and download all of them and then feel haunted by the pressure to listen to them all. In any event, the book, More Attention, Less Deficit, Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. I'm Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians. For more information about either book, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. It's pretty common that I get emails from random people out there in the world thanking me for you know this podcast or my books or an article somewhere or a presentation I did. First of all, I always appreciate hearing this since podcasting is actually kind of weird. I talk into a microphone plugged into my computer, do a bunch of mouse clicks, and then somehow through the magic of technology, people all over the world listen to it. But I don't actually see them listening, so it's just me sitting alone in my office talking to myself. Anyway, if I was more full of myself, I would take these thank yous as an indication of how awesome I am, but I think what it really indicates is how little of this kind of information is out there. So when people find my material, it's totally novel for them. Learning about ADHD, whether it's theirs or someone else's, just explains so much that it blows them away. Unfortunately, there's just not enough good information about ADHD in adults. I mean, I think in kids it's pretty good, but there's just not enough in adults, which is too bad because it can be a total game changer to learn about ADHD. The funny thing is that learning about ADHD doesn't actually change their past. I mean, it is what it is, but it totally changes how they understand their pasts and how they understand themselves now. So, for example, getting diagnosed with ADHD doesn't change the fact that you got C's instead of A's in some classes, perhaps, because you had such a hard time keeping track of and completing all your homework. But it does change your explanation for that fact. So instead of being lazy, unmotivated, or irresponsible, or whatever other kind of negative explanations, you can now understand that getting homework done takes much more effort and force of will for someone with ADHD than it does for folks without ADHD. Does that make you a bad person? Well, I mean, I don't think so. You know, not any more than being able to see the blackboard makes a kid who needs glasses a bad person. 
I mean, it's, you know, not like he isn't trying hard enough to see better. Because of this change in understanding, I have lots of people who feel a real sense of relief when they finally get diagnosed. I also have a lot of family members who feel that same relief. And it's, you know, it's actually pretty cool to see. And I think it's, you know, it's helpful in two ways. So not only does it give them a better explanation for past troubles, as in, you know, I'm not lazy. It's just that my brain has a hard time activating on stuff that isn't interesting. So it's not only that, but it's also that it explains the previously inexplicable, as in, why do I keep making the same mistakes? Why do I keep making my life so much harder than it has to be? What's wrong with me? It's like that aha moment in a mystery movie where all is revealed and the mystery is solved, like where it all comes together. It explains a lot, too, including some things that don't otherwise seem to fit together. For example, what does losing your keys have to do with spending too much money? What does trouble paying attention when reading have to do with trouble finishing painting in the living room? If only ADHD was just about paying attention in class, but as you know, it's much bigger than that and affects everything else in your life too, even when your student years are nothing more than fuzzy memories. So getting diagnosed with ADHD is not just about guiding treatment. It's also about liberation. It's about freedom from the guilt of your, from your past sins and misdeeds you know, the ADHD-related ones. It's about freedom from self-doubt about your ability to make a more satisfying future. With self-knowledge comes power, or more specifically, with accurate self-knowledge comes power. And this is the problem with all that I'm just lazy stuff. You're not lazy, and just trying harder won't get the job done. Trying harder is important, but it's only half the equation for success. The other half is having the right skills and strategies so that that effort actually gets you something. Knuckling down helps, but it isn't the whole solution. But adding that effort to some good ADHD-friendly strategies, plus maybe some meds, will get you a whole lot more. Not just once in a while, but on a more consistent basis. That's what success is built from. Consistency. And that's what folks with ADHD struggle most with. Ironically, the occasional success actually cuts against you, since people then assume that you should be able to do it all the time and chalk it up to you slacking when you don't deliver. In fact, if someone is never able to concentrate, can't remember almost anything, or, gets, uh, or is never able to get organized, then it's probably either a brain injury or some other learning disability, not ADHD. That inconsistency is actually required to make the diagnosis. Unfortunately, that inconsistency can also be misleading when you make the pretty reasonable assumption that the missing ingredient must be effort rather than an inconsistent brain. So this is why I do this podcast, write books and do presentations. And it's a pretty big part of what I do with clients one-on-one, -on -one too. I give them better explanations. Explanations that better describe their situations and that give them strategies that are more likely to work. Because the alternative is a life that's harder than it needs to be. So one year after doing that first podcast, I'm still doing it. And it's great to know that people still find it useful. So take this information and run with it. 
Our next episode will be ADHD is bigger than good intentions, and this time I mean it. People with ADHD usually have good intentions, but have trouble reliably turning those desires into action. There are important neurological reasons for this, so it's important to use the right strategies when trying to close the gap. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.